All right, here we are. One last uh, Captain's Corner podcast. Uh, we have three of the four uh, Columbia football captains, Mike Hinton, Markham Pacoon, and Kyle Kastner are joining me today. I'm going to go around the room and walk me through that kickoff return uh, when Mike Rusos uh, took it to the house to give Columbia a 24-21 victory on senior day over Cornell. I'm going to start with you, Mike. Yeah, um, like right before that happened, we the defense just got the field. The score was 21-17 Cornell, and it was like, what, like 58 seconds left on the clock. I mean, we were kind of in shock that they just scored, but like trying to like maintain composure, trying to like still be positive about the situation. But I kind of felt a lot of emotions coming in um, at that point, but just like looking at the video screen and then I like, watched into the sideline when he like made the first cut and I saw in me like the open field that was kind of in front of him. I knew once he gets past the kicker, he was gone. And just like seeing how he just hit that hole so fast, it's like the emotions rushed over me, like knowing like it's like magic, so. How about you, Mark? What was it like watching from your vantage point? It was crazy. Um, for a while, I just kind of felt like a little helpless not being able to play in the game. So it was like that was, I was in such like kind of like Mike said, the emotions were starting to hit me, and I was getting a little sad. And I, I didn't even really want to. I wasn't even. I was turned facing the stands actually when the ball was kicked, so I didn't even want to watch. And then all of a sudden, I heard people start cheering. I turned around. He had made the first guy miss, and then seeing him just make plays like that and dive in the end zone it was just it was. It was I was overcome with emotions. It was the one of the best feelings. It reminded me of the pin game, kind of that that walk off feeling where it's just like those are the games that are mean the most. And so that was just awesome to see some, a freshman do that for us, for us seniors. It meant yeah. a lot to us. And not many seniors get to to experience something like that in your last game. So I mean, Kyle, again, same question, but you know, how special was that for for you guys? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we were. Expecting, I mean, the offense was together on the sidelines, expecting to go into, you know, a, a one-minute mode offense, and um, it's it's always tough going out on the field thinking, all right, we're gonna go, we gotta drive 75, 80 yards, uh, and score in a minute um, to uh, to win the game. But um, I was, I was, I mean, we were really expecting to start on the 25. I mean, the kid kicked like two touchbacks in a row going that way, and. Um, we thought this wouldn't be any different, and they decided to squib it for some whatever reason. Um, but he picked it up, and, you know, it, I mean, it, it couldn't happen to a better kid. I mean, he's he's worked so hard back there. He's so comfortable, so fluid, and I think um, throughout throughout the season he's progressed, and it's it's been awesome to see. I mean, he was due. I mean, we, he got the one earlier in the game. We are like, all right, I mean, we were due for one of those. So, I mean, that's just helping us in – uh, never, never would have expected that it would end like that. But um, unbelievable, blessed to have him on our side, and um, great for the seniors, great for the for the team as a whole. Yeah, on the squib kick itself, I think the idea wasn't terrible to do that, but it was almost like too hard. Like it didn't, it got it got to Russo's. You know what I mean? If it got to the up men. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna get to him, and then you have to worry about a lateral or something like that. But uh, it ended up going, it kind of skipped on the, on the turf a little bit and got to him, and uh, kind of set up that whole play. Uh, I want to go back a little bit in that game. I felt like a big turning point. I'm gonna stick with you, Kyle. Was um, Ryan Young got a big run about 30 yards or so, and it was called back from a legal formation call, and I feel like uh, that would have put Columbia up 17 nothing at that point and then it kind of stalled the drive and kind of gave momentum to Cornell do you agree with that uh absolutely I mean that's a 14 point swing uh you go from having the ball at the two getting into our our big package and punching it in to go up 17 nothing to 
all right, we had a tip ball, ends up getting intercepted, and they go score on that drive. So that goes from 17 nothing to 10 to 7. And uh, that momentum change is depleting. Um, it, it, it really it hurts as an offense knowing that, man, we were, we were on the two-yard line. Um, and also hurts knowing that all right, it was it was our like it was our mistake, it was a mental mistake. But you know, that that stuff has hit us all year, and I think um, just another testament to the coaches, testament to the offense and the defense, uh, really putting our heads down and grinding it out. And Cornell really, their running back Coles was a factor in the entire game. What were you guys trying to do uh, defensively against him to try to you know minimize the damage he could do? Yeah, um, we knew he he was a good back coming in. Um, Cornell really didn't really throw anything like new or different at us that we've seen all, all year. But I mean, they definitely did their homework. Um, they're doing a lot of new schemes and stuff that uh, we weren't used to per se. So I think we wasn't like, adjusting the defensive line at the front that we were in. Um, the gaps we were playing kind of slowed down his ability to like run downhill, and I think that's kind of like tripped him up like late in the game. And it wasn't just a memorable senior game for you guys. The you know the lead up to the game, we had a huge snowstorm. Obviously, uh, you guys had to practice through it and everything like that. So that's like one of your last practices. I mean, what that's even more memories. We keep talking about that, but what was that like? And that did that uh, interfere with the preparations at all? Um, the snowstorm was actually pretty cool. I mean, no one really expected it. I mean, it was like thirty six degrees. I'm like, it's not going to snow. It's not going to snow. I look outside the window before practice. It's like coming down. And so like, no one really prepared for it. We just got out there and did what we had to do to prepare. I mean, just another day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we look outside and there's five to six inches that came down like within an hour. Like we went into meetings and it was kind of flurrying outside and then come back out and there's a half a foot of snow on the ground and it was crazy. Um, I, I don't think it really uh, deterred our preparation at all. Um, kind of had to do an extra day on Friday, which – may have made us a little sore, may have a little more fatigued before a game than, like, than what we like to play. But, I mean, it's just another adversity thing that we have to work through. It's something that we can't control. And Bagnoli always talks about controlling the things we can control, and the weather's not one of them. So um, it was a memorable day, I mean, having one of the last practices be like that and coming together as a team and kind of having snowball fights and having fun with it and getting a nice group picture in the middle of the field and a half foot of snow. It's... Uh, something you'll remember for a while. Yeah. So you guys are seniors, obviously. We've talked about that. There's no more secrets, no more games. Uh, two of you guys have kind of hobbled in here uh, on crutches. So uh, let's talk about the physical grind uh, of uh, an Ivy League season, especially, uh, and how your bodies are feeling. Uh, Markham, I want to start with you. Uh, you know, what's what's your, your injury status and, you know, what's what's the timetable of? Yeah, uh, I had a knee injury last week. I kind of blew it out. Um, six months timetable after I have surgery which was scheduled for sometime in December um, but it, I mean, it's a physical it's a physical league first off um, and then that 10 straight games isn't something that most teams have to do in any league whether it's high school NFL or FBS football most of the teams have a bye week so when you go from camp straight into the season it's, it is a physical grind and you have to prepare your body and that's what the off season's for and uh, our strength coaches do a great job getting everybody ready, and this this year just happened to be a fluke year where everything kind of hit us the wrong way in the injuries, and it had nothing to do with our preparation. I don't think. Yeah, and Kyle looked like you know you got dinged up at pretty much every game. Uh, so, uh, what, how are you feeling today, and uh, how excited are you that you don't have to play on Saturday? 
uh, excited. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna miss it. Um, but definitely gonna give my body a break. Um, like Markham said, ten weeks in a row is is tough on your body, and um, the season kind of presented a ton of injuries that weren't expected, and there was no pattern to them. And um, that's just a fluke season. I mean, if there was a pattern to them, then maybe we can switch up some little things that we were doing. But there wasn't. Um, the strength staff does an unbelievable job um, preparing our bodies each week and helping us recover after games. And I think that's something that I'm going to miss. I mean, even today, I mean, I think those recovery days are really tough on your body, but they help in the long run. So, I mean, it's going to be nice not having to put your body through, you know, 60 minutes of uh, contact and getting beat up all the time. But, I mean, that's that's what you sign up for. And, um, I mean, it would be nice to have a bye week, but that's just not how the league works. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and like you know, you don't have to come back next year. But how? What are these? What's the key for these guys in the next few weeks to recover so they're ready uh, for spring ball to get, make sure they're they're ready for even the next season? What's the, what are some keys to kind of get your body back right uh, in these next few weeks for the yeah. for the guys that are returning? I'm definitely like rest. I take a time to like rest and just chill. Um, and like during the season, we don't really have that much time to just like relax and not really do too much, put too much strain on your bodies. Um, any type of like nagging injuries that you have, try to get taken care of. Like we're still doing treatments and stuff while we're here during the off season, the next few weeks. So like make sure you get like like the little things taken care of as well. Um, working on mobility, flexibility. I mean, that agility. That's like the key things that helps you stay active and mobile. So. And, you know. We talked about last week how important it was to clinch those that back-to-back winning seasons. Um, and with the, all the injuries that have been well-documented and everything, uh, you can absolutely see the progression from the guys from week one to week ten or whatever week they kind of filled in. What, is that, what does that say about the program, that your guys are developing that quickly, Markham? I think it's just a testament to Coach Bagnoli. The, first off, the recruiting that he's done. He's recruited the right guys that are willing to step up whenever they're asked and do whatever they're asked to do. And that's the, that's the first step. And it just kind of solidifies the program to where we're at, where we can we can have sustain a winning season despite losing almost 14 starters at the beginning of the year. So, it, I mean, it's just a testament to where the program is at and the kids and the work ethic that we've all put in together. And that we all play together, and so we all trust each other. And I feel like this season was a little bit, you know, last season we got off to a good start, and this season we finished on a, on a high note and everything like that. So can you carry some of that momentum into the next season? What's it going to take to kind of put together a full 10 games to try to compete for an Ivy League championship next year, Kyle? I think definitely going into the offseason with the right mindset helps. Um, you win games in the season in the offseason, and I think uh, preparing the team uh, both mentally and physically goes into that and – um, really coming together as a team. I think that's one of the biggest things that um, this team this year had was a good uh, family base about us. Um, we played for each other, and uh, we, we created that base in the offseason, and I think that's it's huge in a, in a winning team, and it's huge for some program that's trying to strive to be even better than we are. I mean, we're just we're still rising, and it's, it's crazy because we've had two really good seasons these past two years, and um, it's just going to continue to go up, and and playing for an Ivy League championship is something that 
um, everyone wants to accomplish here, both the alumni and the players that will be playing next year and the years after that. So um, really just continuing to trust the process, trust trust the strength staff, Coach Bagnoli, and um, really just continue to grind and not be satisfied with what we have. And other than, you know, your teammates and things like that, what are you going to miss most about playing for Columbia, Mike? Uh, other than my teammates, um, being a part of this this culture, like being a part of the, like the team, it's like seeing everybody. Like I spend so much time with these people. You know, it's like six, seven hours a day. I'm with these people, like the D line especially, um, going up to Baker. You know, it's just like being in that type of environment to where like I really felt comfortable, really felt the love. You know, I'm definitely gonna miss that because um, it's, it's been a part of my life so heavy for four years. You know, and it's like it's not something you can easily find anywhere else. And I really think this place is special. And I really hope these guys um, continue to, like, just to stay in touch and be a part of my life. Markham? Um, that's tough because uh, the, pe the people, the teammates are what makes Columbia so special for me. But I'm, I'm going to miss, like, the, bu the bus rides. Uh, people, like, say that that's some sort of obstacle that we have. But I enjoy those 25-minute bus rides where you just put your music in and kind of get in the zone and mentally prepare for practice because – School can be so stressful here, and then that is kind of your your gap window to kind of get your mind right before you step on the field and you clear your mind and prepare for football. So I'll miss the, the bus rides up to Baker. And I want to touch on that before Kyle jumps in. I mean, that's kind of been used as a negative recruiting tool at Columbia for a long time, this, these bus rides. But I feel like, you know, your football field or facility isn't always in central campus. Like, it might be a 20-minute walk from your yeah. dorm. So, I mean, it's either a, a walk or – or a bus ride, it's really no difference the time it takes to get there. So uh, I just think I, when people say that to me, it just kind of like blows my mind a little bit because I've been on a lot of different campuses and it's not, not that different. So uh, Kyle, uh, same question for you. We'll wrap this up in a, in a minute. Yeah, I mean, obviously the people mean mean the most in this whole program, being able to uh, – but having that feeling during games, or not I mean, even before the games, you know, warming up, um, just being with, with the guys, with the group of people that you know you're about to go to war with uh, for three hours, I just, it, that's what's going to be the most, like, I'm going to miss that. And it's it's not even that, it's it's more of practice, too. And, I mean, we're probably, right now, we're like, all right, we're not going to miss practice all that much because practice is boring and practice is, gets hard, but... Um, a year from now, we're going to miss being able to stand out there on the sidelines on Thursdays and going through special teams and offense and just being with the guys and having fun with everything and really not having anything else on your mind. And I think that's that's the beauty of football, being able to be out on the field and not really thinking about anything else outside of football and outside of uh, the family that you're with out there. And I think that's, I mean, that's, that's what football is all about. And I think that's what I'm going to miss the most. And what's next for you guys uh, in the media future before, you know, while you're finishing up school and uh, any job prospects and things like that? Yeah, so um, I signed an offer for um, technology consulting with Accenture, but I'm still in the process of deciding whether or not I'm going to be continuing my football career, um, deciding to go to the next level or try to play at a different school. So I'm in the process of figuring that out right now. What goes into that uh, for people that don't know? Yeah, so it's kind of like being recruited again in high school, you know, um, I applied for like the transfer portal, so 
I started talking to different coaches, things like that, trying to get a feel for different schools, seeing what programs they have to offer as far as masters. So it's like it's a lot of things that go into it, but um, it's pretty exciting. And how how important are the is the current coaching staff in that process? Yeah, I mean it's very important because before um, I could talk to them, they have to like go through like Coach Edwards, Coach Bagnoli, and talk to them. Um, they do their homework and stuff, and um, also like. The, my coaching side, they can reach out to other coaches like for potential, hey, check this guy out, uh, blah, blah, blah. So I think like, having a good rapport with like, my coaching staff is really the key to, the key to it. So. Great. Good luck with that. Thank Markham, you. how about you? Well, I still haven't decided kind of what my next step is. First, I'm going to rehab my knee and then kind of go from there. But I'm looking at a couple opportunities right now. But Great. Getting healthy is the first priority for me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Next step is to have a relaxing second semester. Um, I think that's what we're all looking forward to. But uh, uh, job-wise, I've, I've accepted an offer at Goldman Sachs for next year in, in, as, in asset management. Um, it's, it was a tough decision knowing that I have um, another year eligibility left. Um, still some talks going around, but uh, that's, that's the plan right now. Things can change always, and I think um, – it's just trusting the process, trusting and doing what's best for me, and um, knowing what I have in my, in my hands right now at Goldman, and what I could be, I could do in the future. So uh, that's where I'm at right now. Well, that'll do it. Uh, it's the season finale. No spoilers. Well, we did do spoilers because we told you that we won against Cornell. <laughs> um, but yeah, no cliffhangers or anything like that, unless Kyle decides to come back for a fifth year. Um, Thanks so much, guys. This has been a lot of fun, and I think uh, people have done uh, have been enjoyed getting to know you guys and uh, getting an inside look at the program. Uh, we'll definitely be doing this again in the future. Uh, if you're still in the area, we'll, we'll bring you back as a special guest next year with next year's captains. So uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, good luck on your exams. Enjoy the holidays, all that stuff. Thanks so much for doing this. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you.